Before we start the show, I'd like to tell you about two things. First, we have a second weekly show that drops a day after this one called OK, OK, So by Sean Barton. It's a weekly rant or discussion from Sean and Sean alone. And second, we do have a Patreon page. And on it, you get the following. At the $1 level, you get this weekly show without commercials and an extra 10 to 15 minutes after our tagline. At the $3 level, you get Sean's OK, OK, So commercial free and one day before the free version plus the weekly podcast at the $1 level. At the $5 level, you get everything at the $1 and $3 levels, plus one sketch a month. And finally, at the $10 level, you get all the lower levels, plus one more sketch per month. So you can find our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fromthebunker. Thank you in advance for your support. And now on with the show. Hey everyone, it's AG from Muller She Wrote and The Daily Beans. And Steve Pearson from the How We Win podcast. We're bringing together some of our besties for a live super pod to raise money for the How We Win Fund and elect Democrats in November. Featuring us, of course. The hilarious Frangela duo. Ben and Brett Mazelis from the Midas Touch podcast. And the one and only Kathy Griffin. Join us on Monday, August 22nd at Largo in Los Angeles. Go to HowWeWinLive.com and get your tickets now. That's HowWeWinLive.com. Okay, so it's is gone it right there. Is it, it recording? It it's not recording. Why isn't? How do you know it's not recording? Oh no, there it is. It is recording. I see the little. The thingy's um, going. I'm. Um, what is that? Mo- see, no. So you're, you're more you're purple. You're blue. I'm purple, and the music is like teal. Right. Okay, so it is. Recording. Is it like a robin egg blue? I guess I would call it that. It's just been very strange. I don't know what these new lights are. I don't. I don't. I just. I just show up. I don't know why it's happening. Because you have the S. It says effects uh, and add-ons. On the S. Okay. Welcome to this week's edition of From the Bunker. The test is over. Now we're doing the show. Sean Barker. It's a grabber. This is show like 4.8. We've done this so many times. Oh my God. <laughs> Hi. Hey, two weeks in a row for me. I know, everybody. Look, Sean's back. See you in 2023. Bye. What? 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 Huh? Go ahead. Hi. Hi. My name is Jody Hamilton. Sitting across from me is Sean Legs Barton. Hi there. Did you like the way I said legs? <laughs> sure. Um, Nothing faces me. Anymore. If you need to email us, email us at info at from dash the dash bunker dot com or at nick at I love and culture dot com, but only the bad stuff. Only. Um, you can find us at Patreon, which you've heard from the previous commercial. At patreon.com slash right. from the bunker. Okay. Just so you know. Just so Just so you know. Okay. Do we want to do the sad stuff first and then get into the fun stuff? Uh, let's do the sad first because I actually, if it's what I think is sad, then I actually have uh, something to share. You have thoughts? I have thoughts. Olivia Newton-John yes. passed away yes. uh, yesterday, I believe it was, mm-hmm. yesterday morning. Um, I never met her. I did. Uh, you did? Multiple um, times. I hear she was lovely. She was a very nice woman. Um, I think that there's few people that I've come across, and le- oh, I'm sorry, celebrity-wise, mm-hmm. That the word graceful, grace, mm-hmm. comes to mind, and she's one of them. She was very nice, very welcoming, very charming. Mm-hmm. Um, very pretty. Yeah, yeah. 
And it was because of her that I met James Cameron and oh, uh, wow. Britney Spears. And were they as nice? Um, a, a different kind of nice. I mean, the well, the, my two experiences with Britney, uh, one was in kind of a hectic kind of a situation, and but the other one was I actually helped her. She okay, so she seems like she's nice when she's on the right medication. Well, this was all before all of that, yeah. and um, the story goes is that I was at Olivia Newton uh, John's house for a um, um, an event, an event, and uh, I was there bartending. Mm -hmm. And you were uh, the mixologist. I sure. Let's go with that. I was the <laughs> I was the guy that knew knew the right combination of stuff to put in a drink that that would either like just mellow you out or, or knock you on your ass. Right. One of the either two. Either whatever you whatever like. you want. Whatever you want. <laughs> it's it's kind of that way. Um, it was also at one of her functions that I met Adam Levine, which I have nothing nice to say about. That's oh. a whole different thing. Well, yeah. But back to Brittany, uh, real quick, because we went from Olivia and Newton. I know. John we're going to go back to Miss John. Um. Anyway, so I uh, was walking out late one night and from uh, the function, and Miss Spears uh, rolled up in her Mercedes, and it had a flat tire, and she was oh. about to pull in, and she got out, and she kind of looked, and she goes, oh, I have a flat tire. I said, yeah. And she looked at me, and she goes, do you know how to change one? I said, I do. I said, do you have AAA? She goes, what's that? And I said, okay, well, I said, pop your trunk. Let's go find it. And I spent the next hour and a half chit-chatting with her and changing her tire. That was nice of you. Yeah. And she was very kind, very generous. She offered, do you want to come in? Do you want to go? I'm like, no, I'm actually leaving. She goes, oh, I know. She had a function. I was invited. And but I, I had this other thing, obligations. And she kind of went on about I it. I like that she waited with you. She did. She she chatted me up. And I was talking with her. And um, it was all, it was nice. And uh, kind of a similar situation, but not with a flat tire, is how I met James Cameron. Because he lived on the other side. Wow. Yeah. All y'alls. All y'alls. All those people, people. living the, they, their little... Down in the boo. That's what it was. Yeah, it's it was of down course it's down in the boo. It's down in the boo. So Ms. Newton-John, yes. um, there is nobody that said anything horrible about her. And she battled breast cancer for 30 years. Yeah, and she, well, between that and trying to find an ex-boyfriend that just basically... Yeah, who disappeared, remember that? Who disappeared, and then they found him. And all that he wanted was out of the relationship. Then just break up. Well. A little chickeny. <laughs> I got nothing. You got nothing. I got nothing. You got nothing. How do you break up with the um, the world's sweetheart? Right. Because exactly. she is. She's yeah. not America's sweetheart. She's the world's sweetheart. Yeah. Um, no, it was very sad hearing about that. And she had a clothing that. line, too. Qu was it Koala? Yes, Koala. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. And okay. then she was uh, very big in raising uh, money for cancer mm -hmm. research, obviously. Yeah. Um, and what happened, apparently, Chris Lavoie said that she was supposed to perform in 2017 at Fantasy Springs when he was working there. Mm, okay. And the day she was supposed to perform was the day she found out that her cancer had come back and it had, had started to attack her spinal cord. Oh, jeez. So it had metastasized mm -hmm. to her nerves and her bones, which mm -hmm. I can't imagine the pain that this woman was in the last five years. Because when it gets that far, right. that's pain. Because that's crazy, because I think the last time I saw her was in like 2015, 2016. Yeah, it was, she, we thought she was cancer-free. Yeah. And she obviously... Right. You know, and people go, oh, you're, you're over it. No, you're, you're considered, you're, yeah. hopefully, out of remission after five years, but it can always come back. And that's the unfortunate thing. And... And, I mean, when she got breast cancer, it was still a little hard to beat when she first got it because mm -hmm. that was 30 years ago. I mean, mm -hmm. my, my aunt died in 1981 from it, so okay. that's only 41 oh, wow. years ago. So 30-plus right. years ago, it was still difficult to fight. Now it's better if you catch it early, but right. you have to catch it early. Early detection is always best. Well, that's what mammograms are for, so that is our 
public service announcement. Um, sure Anne Heche is in a coma. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't quite understand. I just saw all of the Twitter feed stuff, and I didn't quite. I. I okay, so what I know of it, <laughs> you can sit there and go, nope, nope, yep, nope. Um, questionable if she was under the influence of something. We don't know and at this point. Crashed into a house that caught on fire. The car did first. Apparently. Oh, the car was on fire. It's a mini. Okay, remember Blair? Who yeah. did music? Yeah. He had he bought a mini. Right. It literally exploded on the 405 when he was driving. I remember that there was an issue during the day that that was a. So a I don't know how old. I think it was a newer car. It was a Clubman, I believe it was, mm. that she was driving. Mm -hmm. And apparently she just left a podcast and they were joking that they were drinking. Whether or not that's true, we don't know because they could have been joking about it. We joke about stuff all the time. All the time. Anyway, so. Put your clothes back on. I know. Yeah. Well, it's it's pantsless day. Right. Because it's Tuesday. I got a top on. Sure. Anyway, um, so we don't know whether or not she was drinking, but what happened was she crashed her car. Mm -hmm. It caught fire. It caught fire to the house, I guess, that she crashed. She crashed in earlier, and then again, it was something. It's right. The story is very interesting and sad because apparently once she crashed and it caught fire, somebody that was there on scene mm -hmm. before the, the firefighters mm -hmm. got there tried to get her out, but he couldn't because the fire was so bad. Right. Apparently, it took an hour to put the fire out. Jeez. So she was in the car. That whole time? The whole time. According to the reports that I read, which is what? Which she is now in a coma and has been since Saturday. She was burned. Right. Um, most likely it's a medically induced coma because you do not yeah, want to wake up with that kind of pain. Right. Um, she's in critical condition. Um, if she was burned as bad as it sounds like she might have been. I can see where she was burned, but being in a car for an hour that's on fire, what? On she's still alive, but right, but barely. The fire department knows how to handle it took this them, Well, with a gas fire, it's a whole different thing. I mean, you got a combustion engine, a gas fire. I, who know, I mean, they came for the house fire and the car. It was oh, a, a car. double. <laughs> it's like, oh, there's a house fire. Okay. And a car. Oh, by the way, it's a Those now are two a different things. Sure. You, yeah, two different things. You Two different types of battling. That right. Those are very different right. types of ways to battle sure. a fire. Um, so she's still apparently, it, she's in critical condition, in a coma, I assume medically induced. She's at Cedars, and I wish her well. I mean, this no, is no, just... No, no, she's at Cedars. She's, uh, she's at Cedars. Okay. Um, uh, I wish her well. Um, she's talked about um, her, uh, she's had mental issues over the years. Right. Um, so hopefully, I mean, if she's burned as much as I have, my imagination is going there. Right. Um, if she survives it, I'd be shocked. I would. It's a tough road ahead. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. she does survive, it's going to be very difficult, very painful. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, I wish her well. Um, it's just sad. Yeah. You know. Okay. But good good news. What's Dark the good news? Dark Brandon. Okay. <laughs> my favorite meme ever. Dark Brandon. Who, have you seen it yet? No. Okay, so it's because everybody calls Joe Biden Brandon. Right. So now Dark Brandon gets stuff done. <laughs> He's got little red eyes. And mm -hmm. it's like Dark Brandon's doing this. And, Dark mm. Bra and it's like, hey, you said let's go Brandon. He went. He went. He went and done. Right. Um, so the, whoever invented Dark Brandon, it's brilliant messaging because it took that away. Right. So I, I wish that the president, because today he signed um, the chips bill and the science bill. Yes. Today, mm -hmm. I wish he was just in a dark brand and and then red eyes. I get it. I get it. That would have been funny. Would have been funny. Um, but no, he's he did the past week mm -hmm. for uh, ten days or so for the president, Azawahiri, dead. Right. Just him too. Right. And it, the the memes about that are like, why did my wife want the balcony? 
<laughs> Why did she want house with Balkan? I would be alive. Um, right. So we got him. Ships Act passed. Mm-hmm. Um, the Burn Pit Act Pact passed mm-hmm. after Republicans high fived themselves. Right. To filibuster it. And then the blowback. And then John Stewart got John blessed. John Stewart, <laughs> yeah, got yes. Um, said mm, nope, and he was great with um, everybody. Yeah. I mean, him. This picture of John Stewart standing in the halls of Congress mm-hmm. as Mitch McConnell walked by, looking at the camera, just grinning. It's like, yeah, yep. f you, turtle. Yeah. Um. So that passed, yay. And then the Inflation Reduction Act. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, like senators were complaining because they had to work like for like a night. Oh my God, they right. get like seventeen thousand weeks off a year yeah. and make more than. 90% of us do. You and I. Certainly <laughs> more than you and I. Together. Together. One on. of them makes way more than the three of us. You, me, and Lonnie <laughs> yes. together a year. Yes. Or maybe almost two years, but regardless. And they, they uh, Marco Rubio bitched about it. It's like, really? You had yeah, to do an all-nighter? Because the inflation reduction, they claim, is going to increase inflation. Mm-hmm. But they don't say why. No. No. I would like it that if you uh, bitch and moan, that you come up with a solution. Because otherwise, you're just another seven-year-old in class. Well, what's funny is um, the – okay, so the parliamentarian disallowed – okay, so they're reducing um, prescription costs for Medicare. They now can negotiate finally after how many decades of trying to get them to be able to negotiate lower prices for – Prescriptions for people on Medicare. The Yay. pharmaceutical h- industry is taking a hit between Good. all the uh, ab- abortion stuff that's being taken away and now this. I wonder who they're going to be lobbying for now. Well, um, the th- they included in the bill was a provision to cap insulin in particular yeah. at $35. California is making its own insulin, so move here if you have diabetes. Anyway, um, it would have capped it for – People who have private insurance, not just Medicare recipients. And isn't is, sorry to interrupt you again. Uh, isn't Mark Cuban's uh, project still even less than that? Uh, uh, different medications are different things, but okay, right. um, capping it at thirty-five dollars for right. insurance to pay for. Right. Oh, geez. At okay. thirty-five dollars. So, yeah. Okay. Oh, I thought it was. Okay. So it's it's just capping the price of insulin at thirty-five dollars. Okay. And so that did not. The parliamentarian in the Senate said, no, that doesn't work under reconciliation. So that could be filibustered, Mm -hmm. which it was. It got 57 votes to allow it into the bill Mm -hmm. as an amendment, which means seven Republicans did vote for insulin to be capped at $35. Good for those seven, which means they probably have relatives that are diabetic. They know people. Or they are. Um, and But there were 43 of them that mm. said, no. And then Chuck Gar- Grassley had the audacity to go, no, I'm for it. No, you voted against it, right. old man. <laughs> old man. It wasn't It wasn't on the ballot where it was, they're trying to trick me. No. They're trying to trick me. We'll talk about that in a minute. Mm. But so anyway, this act will, it, it does help negotiate lower drug prices for Medicare. Thank that We all pay into that, so that's a good thing. Two, minimum tax for corporations to pay Fifteen percent. Okay. Um, there were some provisions with private equity that were carved out. Okay. But if we get them more senators, then the cinema 
and mansion mm. become irrelevant. And right. we can pass the things that weren't passed, right. that we wanted to get passed. Mm -hmm. Give us more senators, people. Mm -hmm. Give us, let's hold the house and give us more senators in order for those things to then get passed. Right. Look what we did with the 50-50 Senate. That's insane. The amount of work that, that, that the Biden agenda that has passed thus far with only 50 people, mm -hmm. barely, really just 48, getting anything done that right. he has gotten done in the short a period of time that he has gotten it done is incredible. That's good. I mean, he's done more in this time period than anybody ever with only 50-50 Senate. Ever. Okay. LBJ was the last guy that got stuff passed that was consequential. Right. I mean, the Affordable Care Act, mm -hmm. again, barely a 60 Right. 40 Senate for like a minute. Mm -hmm. um, so it was 79 days we had a 60-40 Senate. And then Kennedy died. Right. Um, and that's how the Affordable Care Act got passed. Mm -hmm. um, so this is how hard it is to get things done. Chuck Schumer deserves hats off for getting it done. And surprising little Mitchie McConnell. Okay. Mm um, I mean, they, it's just um, – and gun legislation got passed. I mean, a lot of good mm -hmm. things have happened, and it's – as much as I wanted stuff done earlier, right. I'm kind of glad it's closer to the election. Right. Because it's easier to go pink. But by all means, Ted Cruz and Abbott, let's talk about immigration. Things that are in their backyard and they won't do a damn thing about. Well, okay, let's talk about Kentucky. Kentucky? Kentucky. <laughs> okay. Um, How are things in Kentucky? Not good. Okay. Of the flooding. Okay. There's a lot of flooding. Thirty-seven people have died so far. That's thirty-seven too many. Um, it is. And you know who went down there? Um. Dark Brandon and his lovely wife. Right. Doctor Dark Brandon. Doctor Dark. Doctor Dark. Dark Doctor Brandon. So the president and his his wife. <laughs> going to say his lovely. His lady, lovely bride. His lovely lady friend. <laughs> went down. His lovely lady friend, his bride, went down to Kentucky uh, yesterday. Yeah. Uh huh. Because he's now testing negative again. Mm. Yay! Oh, and he all did all this with COVID. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so they went down to Kentucky this weekend. You know who hasn't been there? Um, the governor. Turtle. No, the governor's been there. Oh, the governor's been there. Oh, he's a good governor. Okay. Bashir's good. Okay. Um, Turtle. Turtle. And uh, Rand, I have a thing that died on my head, Paul. Oh. Who are both their senators. Yes. They have yet to visit their state. Right. To check on. Check on their own people. Their constituents. Their, pe their people. Um, because they're a-holes. They're, they're busy. Uh, let me check my schedule. I mean, even Cornyn goes down. You know, Cornyn went, showed up for Uvalde. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think even Cruz might have shown up for that. I'm not sure. Cornyn did. Cruz did not. You're Cruz right. Cruz did not. But Cornyn did. He was at a town hall uh, shaking hands with the officers and, and, yeah. and comforting oh, them. Oh, you mean the, the bad guys? Um, yeah, the guys didn't, who didn't do their job. Right. Um, yeah, Cornyn did show up with the president mm -hmm. when he went down there. So, I mean, the fact that McConnell, who's known Joe Biden forever in a day. Right didn't bother and he's a senior senator from Kentucky he should have gone same with Cornyn he was a senior senator from Texas you go there you, you just go. go there's your leadership there it is okay so neither uh, Rand Paul is he up I think he is up he's up and out no I think is he up for a re-election this year I don't know Rand Paul I only pay attention to my state is Rand Paul up for re-election does that make me uh, self-centered yes he is up for re-election this year so uh, Kentuckians he don't care about. You'd think that he's running for a re-election and he'd go down and just see people. Right. 
Oh, and the R there was some um, GOP Twitter thing because when the president was there, Governor Bashir was chatting with mm -hmm. him, and and they were you know it was a press conference kind of thing, and and the president said, "May I say something?" And the governor says, "Well, of course, you're the president." He goes, "No, I should ask permission if it's all right with you." And then the GOP thinks that's a bad thing that he's being polite to the governor of a state. Right. Yeah. They don't. It's a bad thing. I don't know. Since when? I don't. Do you know? No, not me. Okay. I'd be going like, uh -huh. you're, you're, yeah, I'd be saying the same thing. You're the president. This is. Well, I know, but it was the right it your thing. Show. But it's the right thing to do. Right. Is to, it, Mr. Governor, is it all right if I say something? Because it's his state. Mm -hmm. yeah. State's rights. Right. Um. <gasps> good news. What's that? Just happened. What's that? <laughs> so the D.C. Court of Appeals. Mm hmm has just ordered the IRS to give to the House Ways and Means Committee <gasps> Donald's tax returns that they've been looking for. Okay. They've been wanting. It, it, it's been ordered to turn them over immediately. Right. Now, I assume Donald can appeal to the Supreme Court because the D.C. Circuit is the one below yeah. the Supreme Court. Yeah. Um, but they said turn them over now. Yeah, give them. Like, give them up. Right? This minute. Now, they're done they're on summer break they're on their august break so that would be september 1st or whenever but I'd like an august break yeah well we're not we need to run for office mm, i don't want to do that adam schiff is your i'll talk to adam he's your he's your guy he's he's my guy he's a good guy he's a good guy i've met him i like adam a few times have you yeah i just met him the one time with me no i, I met him I met him with you at, at burbank high <sighs> i was there was it Burbank High? No, where you, where did your son go? Was that Burbank? No, it wasn't Burbank High School. Was that Burbank High School? What school is that? That is my soul leaving my body. I don't know what school that is. Rivals. It'd be oh. like saying, oh, when he showed up to park and you said HPA. No, no, no. So you went to HPA, whatever. No. I went to Seabury. No. I don't what? care. No, no. I went to four high schools. Burroughs High School. It was Burroughs. That's where I met him with you. Mm. No, I had been. Um, to Luca Lake. <laughs> oh, my God. She's <laughs> killing me, folks. It's closer to Toluca Lake. Oh my God, she's killing me. I know. I don't know uh, where no, these things are. No, I. Uh, it was. Uh, I that have children. That was the first time. Uh huh. And then uh, it was like a month or so later, he was back in town. He had a gig at the Improv. Did he really? <laughs> okay, good for him. A few weeks ago. All right, how'd that go? Apparently, yeah. very, he's very funny. Is, okay, good. He makes fun of himself. Good. All right. He talks about his own pencil neck. <laughs> okay. All right. He's funny. All right. He drops f bombs. Self-deprecating is okay. I did not go to that because it was inside. <laughs> Um, but apparently he was very funny. Good. It was a fundraiser for him. Right. So. Okay. Well, good. Um, but I met him twice at Stephanie's. Okay. And once with you. I never get to go. So. And I went to a fundraiser at somebody else's house. And again. I met him again. I never very get nice to go. Man. I never get to go. It's very good. Whatever. Sure. Brad Sherman's my guy. Oh, okay. He's my guy. All right. No. Just uh. my guy. All right. So Kansas. Yes. Yay. Do you know what happened? I there's a lot of stuff that goes on that I'm I'm not too sure exactly what you're referring to. Okay, last week. Oh, in regards to uh, the whole abortion, abortion thing, yeah, um, yeah, which I think will set a precedence for the others, which I think is a great thing. Well, the thing with that that if you read what if you read if you read okay. if you read it okay. if you read <laughs> okay, what? Elmer, okay, go for it. If you read it, it was it, a it was a dock and stole me night. Where's that wascally wabbit? Mm -hmm. um, if you read what they wrote in the ballot measure, yes. it was to change the Constitution yes. of Kansas, right. which would then 
allow the legislature to outlaw mm -hmm. abortion. And the way they wrote it, voting yes seemed like the right thing to do if you wanted to uphold the Constitution. Mm -hmm. And the reason they put it on this ballot was because the Democrats had no primaries. Right. It was just Republicans mm -hmm. on the ballot right. and then that ballot measure. Right. So they fig the Republicans figured Democrats aren't going to come out the vault because it's a primary yeah, and it's in midterm. They were wrong. And we know how Democrats are. Lazy. We don't vote. Yeah. Apparently we are now. Yeah, okay, good. Don't piss us off. Right. Um, the the voter registration in Kansas prior to this w was up a thousand percent. Oh jeez. And um, obviously, not only Democrats voted to uphold their constitution. Obviously, independents and Republicans. And Republicans came out. Um, yeah, Because yeah. it was like two to one. It was it was sixty three percent to thirty five or something. It was a huge. That's a huge gap. Nope. Yep. Um. And that's why a lot of Republicans now are like, well, we like birth control all of a sudden. Mm. Um, <laughs> which... That, that do. I can't, there's something. Here it is. Okay, there's more. Um, but wait, there's more. Um, they're just, it's, they're worried, rightfully, because they took rights away from 51% of the population. Right. That had rights for 50 years. And how, are how were things going before that? Before the 50 years? Mm -hmm. Not so well. Okay. In fact, I just read somebody else on the Twitter machine, um, and obviously you can take this whether it's true or not, but this is going to happen more and more. This woman was pregnant. Um, the, the fetus died in utero, and uh, she had to carry the fetus long enough for the heart it was like a 24-week pregnancy. Okay. Until the heartbeat stopped, <laughs> the doctors made her carry this dead <coughs> tissue in her body. Then they finally um, terminate, aborted the fetus that was dead, and she started bleeding um, to the point where she can no longer conceive. So if you wanted one... You and can. she did, obviously, because she was carrying yeah. long right. enough. I right. mean, you know, when you're carrying... Once you're past 20 weeks, you want right. to keep going. Right. It's, it's not like people decide at 20 weeks, oh, I don't want to be pregnant anymore. Well, it's it's a logical and uh, psychological aspect of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, and the fact that they're not allowing women, even at a, like in Texas, if you're seven weeks pregnant and you miscarry, if they can detect the BS heartbeat, because there's no heart yet, by the way, it's just electronic just sounds like that. There's no heart actually right. formed yet. But if you miscarry at seven weeks and you need, need a DNC, mm. they're not going to give it to you until that electrical sound stops, which means you can die. Yeah. You can bleed to death, potentially. Mm -hmm. You have necrotic. You can have n tissue that's going necrotic in your body that can give you sepsis and kill you. So what? Uh, at what point in these states do the doctors step in and go, okay. The AMA know, needs to step up. Yeah. Do no harm, but at the same time, we're there to help. We're there to save lives. We're there to, in in some cases, enhance. And so, so at what point the, do doctors in these states go, this is going to be at the detriment of the patient? Well, the patient isn't the woman. You know that. We're just a vessel. Right. But I, I mean, I get that. But if <laughs> the... <laughs> yes, you get that. <laughs> I, I, get, I totally... <laughs> I totally understand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, it just, 
I'm just at, w at what point? Okay, so it, it, it. I don't get it. It just it's. Um, it's the reason I'm not a doctor. Well, I mean, or a lawyer, or a scientist. The the federal government is suing the state of Ohio. Uh, excuse me, Idaho. Anybody with a degree is suing the state of Idaho because Idaho doesn't let abortions happen to save the life of the mother. So federal law supersedes that. You have to save the life of your actual living, breathing, walking around patient. Thank you very much. Right, yeah. Um, and that's the other thing people so are asking. Are women who happen to be – or people who happen to be pregnant who have cancer not going to be given cancer treatment? Right. Because nine times out of ten, that cancer that treatment, that fetus ain't yeah. going to survive it's it. It's not going to survive. And, so, okay, so what if uh, – okay, does religion play a part? Because in the Jewish religion, the mother comes first. Always. And that's a violation of your First Amendment rights, and that's going to start coming up. Right. And there's, I mean, there's some states that are going to prevent women from traveling. Period. End of statement. Not to get it. Not yeah, to if get. The airlines had such a fun time with the mask. They're going to have a great time. Hi, did you pee on this stick? Are you pregnant? Yeah. I mean, that's literally what they're talking about here is preventing anybody between the ages of eight and about fifty that. from yeah, traveling. They can't stop someone from traveling. I mean, you can't get it. By the way, if you are about eight months pregnant and you're showing that much, they don't want you flying because it can well, be dangerous. Right, right. That, that, that but they're going to stop women that aren't showing or, or not. I mean, like, they're literally, there are certain states that are going to prevent women from traveling to get health care. I don't think it's going to happen. What? Legal? How are they going to do it? Right. I mean, honestly, how, how? How would they do it? Well, that's what the federal ban would be. Mm hmm. See, if Republicans take over kids and we get a Republican president, because this president would but never sign that But how would they do that? I law. mean, it, it's like if, if you're showing – when I just say, look, I'm fat, everybody wears a momo. I mean – A big one. Real ugly one with big, giant, bad flowers. Like the ones you get at gift shops in a hotel, those ones. Those are ugly. Because there are some nice momos out there, but those are ugly. Those are really ugly. Yeah. Never good. With the black socks and the sandals. Can't help you there. It was never my look. Bad look. Um, I mean, honestly. Mm -hmm. Lordy. But I'm glad Kansas did what it did because that is Absolutely, ruby because, red uh, Kansas. Yeah, because I think that, yeah. And I think it will set a precedence. Mm -hmm. Do not piss off women, that people that have had rights. People that were born women. only knowing this right. right. I was born prior to it mm -hmm. existing, mm -hmm. but I was not old enough to worry about it yeah. once it became legal. Mm -hmm. um, my s I've told you the story. My, s my oldest sister, when she was in high school, a friend of hers got pregnant. They were 16. Mm -hmm. um, went from upstate New York down into the city because uh, it wasn't legal in New York yet. Um, New York and California were the fir first two states to make it legal before it became federally legal. Um, New York, I think, was the first one, then California. But by the time my, my sister's friend it wasn't legal anywhere in the country yet, so mm -hmm. they went down into the city. Mm -hmm. She had a back alley abortion and never could have kids. Right. 16. Yeah. You know, Brett Kavanaugh is not supposed to, you know, have to worry about what he did when he was 17. No. That should follow him his whole life. No. 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 But a 16-year-old girl. Right. Yeah. That should follow her for the rest of her life. Uh, she's on the hook. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and then if the guy from West Virginia gets his way, mm -hmm. the, the sperm donors don't have to pay for it. Because remember, he doesn't want child support. That's right. Remember that guy? Love that guy. 
<sighs> Alex Jones. I want to have. Go. Just, no, hang on. I want to have these people on this show. I do too. I just want to sit there and go, what the? Are you thinking? <laughs> Where did you come up with this? Well, it's so that women are stuck. It, it, but I mean, I I, I want to hear it from them. Like, is it is it really that simple? Is it really that? You know, men should be in control and women should be, you know, mouth shut and mm -hmm. barefoot and pregnant kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I want to hear it. I want to hear one of them actually say that and just go, wow, okay. Apparently there's a new push with certain GOP representatives across the nation wanting to end no-fault divorce. Okay. And you know why that is. It's because then a woman doesn't have to come up with a reason for wanting to leave her husband in general. Okay. And if you have to find fault, it's harder to find fault. Like, I don't want to be married to you. I should right. be able to not be married to you. Right. That should – California is a no-fault state. We have friends that have been divorced in other states <laughs> where it is – you kind of have to come up but with something. Okay. So for someone who has been through it, mm -hmm. the courts do not side anywhere close. Pick a state that, that they actually side with the – no, I'm talking about just getting not custody right. or, or separation of assets, just getting a divorce, oh. just leaving somebody. Just, just I want to I I leave. I want out. I want out of this contract. You're like you're swimming. Not, I, you, I want out like, of this. I want to part the Red you, Sea. I want the, I'm it's on this side of the Red Sea it's and you're on that stroke. side of the Red that's Sea. That's what it is. It's, it's a breaststroke. Breast okay. No, it's basically because some states you have to find fault in order to file for divorce. It's not irreconcilable. It's, it's I've only been divorced once and so on. One time. And you live in a no-fault state. Right. So, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like when, when one of my siblings was getting a divorce, it was partly because her husband was having an affair. And she goes, well, he was having an affair. And her lawyer's like, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Oh. It's irrelevant. All right. I, okay. Okay. That's, that's right. Uh, see, I never thought about it because I was always just wallowing in my own uh, divorce procedures. Um, but no, uh, our uh, friend, um, that was not the case. Well, he – well, anyway. It I, I don't know where I'm going with this. It could have been filed that way, <laughs> but, but, but he but was nice it. to his ex-wife about it yes. and did not do that. But he could have done that and gotten more from her. But because of the situation, mm -hmm. she – yeah, he was kind. He was. He didn't have to be. No. And that was a choice on his part right. because that particular state is not necessarily a no-fault state. It is not. And so you have to come up with a reason to divorce somebody. Right. Um, whereas here, you can just file for divorce. It's like I'm out. Um, and and there are some some uh, lawmakers, Republicans, that want to make no fault or not because it's harder to leave somebody if you have to. Look, he's beating me. We'll prove it. We'll prove. Uh, you know. Yeah. If you never went to a friend and showed pictures, and a friend can't testify, and or a doctor, and or a hospital, and or a clinic, or, or you blah, go blah, to blah. a hospital and so say I broke my arm because I right. fell down because right. you don't want to get beaten again. I mean, there's yeah. so many. So what is their reasoning for it? To keep women locked up with their abusive what? husband. Uh, in in I told you that's that. Dumb. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I told you that in Missouri, if 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 you're in a couple. If you're, if and you're one in a couple, people, and if one you're in a couple, not a throuple, okay. but a couple, okay. and you happen to be married to yes. each other, yes. and one of the people is, is pregnant, yes. you can't get divorced until the oh, that's right. fetus until, until is a baby yeah, and out of right. your body. Out of the body. Can't, yeah. can't do can't it. Can't even get divorced. That's ridiculous. See, I would think, yeah. It, I, I just. It's similar. It's a similar all, kind of thing. All these things. I just want to talk, like, interview them going, like, what what are you thinking here? What's the end game? What's, what's, what's the thing? Because the one side is saying that. It's uh, male dominance. It is. And the other, uh, and I'm curious to see what 
that other side is saying because it really seems that I'm correct. They are proving <laughs> your case, yeah. And I'm kind of like, because to me, as a you know middle-aged white guy, I'm going like, none of this makes sense. And it's all and the jerk faces that are doing all these things are middle-aged white guys. I'm going like, what, 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 what TV what, show? What, 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 what music? What, <laughs> what Twisted Sister song did you listen to? No, Twisted Sister's all on my side. Yeah, <laughs> so D. Snyder's on yeah, our side. I'm going like, what? Like, well, I'm just thinking of the what was it? Uh, PMRC. Yeah. That. Yeah, I do. I don't get it. Like, what what comics did you not read? What? It's it's a fear of loss of control. Yeah. It's it's if it's. I'm getting. When women have equal rights, which we still don't yeah. legally in this country. Right. Um. It it scares the white male power structure. Right, and it's interesting that people are being threatened by stuff that really has no impact on them whatsoever. Case in point is that a Cracker Barrel? Cracker Barrel affects everybody. Um, <laughs> that dangerous, dangerous place. Um, no, okay, so I got into a discussion with a friend of mine in regards to the TV series, The Sandman. Oh, wha- is it good? I hear it's good. It is good. What's it on? I want to watch it. Uh, Apple? No, Hulu, it's Netflix, either Netflix or Amazon. HBO. So the discussion came up with, <laughs> which was, and I flat out said, I said, there is more heterosexual people in the L word than there is in this show. And because he was going to like, like, there's there's no straight people. Where's, where's the diversity? Where's this? Where's that? And I kind of went, well, I'm, I don't care. I just want a good story. And it's Neil Gaiman, who I'm a big fan of. I'm not, <laughs> I say I'm a big fan, <laughs> but I'm more of a fan of his later stuff. Even though I was aware of the Sandman, uh, the graphic novel, and so forth, and even Good Omens, which th- uh, that Good too Omens is supposed to be very good. It is. It's um, so it's Amazon probably. Yeah, I mean, he has a very dark. Um, his his stuff is rather heady. I mean, it's you you have to pay attention and you have to kind of play along a lot. But his stories, I really enjoy. What I'm getting to is that I was trying to explain to him that okay, there's one p- particular character, Desire. And it's played by I don't I don't know the right terminology um, man as a woman. Okay. But it makes sense a to me. Trans woman. It or it, it uh, I don't. Uh, is he a man as a woman or no. is he trans? I don't know. But the ca- I mean, but you know that because there's transvestites right. versus transsexuals. Don't see that's where I'm as from this side of the desk. I don't know, and frankly. It doesn't affect me, and I don't care. I just want the good story. Right. But it affected him to go like, well, I don't understand, I understand. I'm going like, just, okay, we won't know about that character until next season, per se. We see them, him, him, her, uh, desire. Okay. We we, we see that character, but we won't really know how the character is going to play out until next season. So that was kind of the the teaser. But I'm going, it, but it all, but to me, it totally makes sense. It makes sense. But your friend doesn't get it. But he doesn't get it. And I'm going like, it doesn't bother. It, it does. Okay. There's nothing about any of the characters that bother me. And I'm going, I'm not threatened by it. You shouldn't be. And <coughs> I don't, and it doesn't bother me. I mean, I watched, um, <laughs> I watched the L word because it was one of the first shows. Mm-hmm. 
and the ladies were so nice. Very they're pretty. They're very pretty, very ladies. pretty ladies. So there's a bit of selfishness there too. So, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Jennifer I'm Beals, baby. Not going to lie. Yeah. Not going to lie. Um, so, but anyway, but I didn't know that going in because again, I wasn't familiar with the graphic novel and the storyline. But seeing it, it's it's very well done. Mm -hmm. It has a bunch of cameos from actors and actresses that we've seen in other stuff before, which I'm going, okay, great, cool. Oh, I know that. Per oh, wonderful. I, this is great. That well, they got work. Well, that they got work, but I mean, there's one in particular that she is so well known for being in Game of Thrones. You just kind of uh, we tend to pigeonhole for the most part. Um, so it's good to see someone, you know, really going like. Then I wouldn't there know. There is an actor or actress that you're just going, okay, great. That's fantastic. Patton Oswalt is in it. I well, love him. His voice. Love him. Yeah. And uh, who is it? Stephen Fry. I'm a love big him. fan of love Stephen Fry. Um, so he's in it. So there's um, – who else is in it? Um, uh, Cameron Mitchell, uh, Hedwig and the Ang Angry uh -huh. Inch. He's in it as well. He, he played Hedwig. Hi, baby girl. Yeah. Uh, and I'm a big fan of his. I mean, I, I saw it. In person, I read the play back when I was in college, and I'm just going like, yeah, okay, cool, cool. I'm glad to. I mean, I haven't seen him in anything. Not since Hedvig. I haven't seen him. Yeah, since so Hedvig. it's anyway. So it's it, it's good to see him. Okay. So anyway, so there's stuff like that. Anyway, but I never quite understood that there's other like middle-aged uh, white guys like myself that are getting so upset over stuff that really doesn't affect them, other than the fact that it kind of goes against it. Well. It it, it, it it goes against what they grew up with. It's not heteronormative. It's not white. It's not yeah. it's not what they grew up with. And, and it's like it's the same people that get upset when they see a, a cereal commercial or a Tide commercial and it's an interracial couple or a gay couple and they get mad. And right. It's like yeah, you're I upset because somebody else is being represented. Yeah. And it doesn't doesn't bother me. And to me, I mean, from a former advertising marketing guy, if it doesn't work. Number wise, money wise, they're gonna get they're rid gonna, of it. They're gonna change it. Of course. So, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I mean, one of the things that I really appreciated when it first came out was when Dove began to show more Zoftic women. Yeah, let's go with that. Mm -hmm. But I'm going like not, not like super skinny. Right. I mean, because that was always a thing that always kind of bothered me in that kind of in in that kind of world, which was, all right, I'm, I'm tired of the heroin or the, the, the heroin drug, chic. the heroin chic and the Victoria's Secret. I want to, I mean, I think that whoever came up with that campaign was smart, was very smart, very brilliant in regards to, because it was, it, it, it went beyond just that because they, they, they created these other programs around it and went out into the communities and supported it as well. Well, and with those particular Dove commercials, it wasn't just super skinny girls or no. super big girls. No. It was a it was, it a, was a full Benetton ad of all sorts of women. Well, well, not only that, yeah. I mean, it was you know all all shades, all sizes, mm -hmm. and regardless of hair, no hair, curly hair, straight hair, it didn't matter. And that's one of the things that that I mean, it 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 it's inclusive. Yeah, it didn't it didn't. So um, I liked it. Okay, so it we were talking. Uh, Bob and I, and David and I were talking. Well, mainly Bob and I, because David really isn't a DC person. But mm -hmm. the fact that Batman, Batgirl, excuse me, was shelved after spending ninety million dollars and almost done. Um, See the Brad Pitt movie that also cost ninety million dollars. End of statement. Um. Anyway. But okay, someone needs to. Exp <laughs> <laughs> the star of the film is a Latina woman. Mm-hmm. And um, John Leguizamo went off, and rightly so. And w I was watching Alicia Men uh, Mendez, is that her last name? She's on MSNBC, and she was signing off to Mehdi Hassan, 
the other day, mm-hmm. and they were she was talking about Latina actors and stuff, and they talked a little bit about Batgirl, mm-hmm. and then he said, you know what was great about watching Ms. Marvel was seeing a Muslim girl yeah. being a superhero. He goes, it's representation, right? And so that's the thing with the Latinas and Latinos. They're not quite there yet, unfortunately. They right. are being shelved, and it's wrong. Um, but I, I loved Ms. Marvel. I thought it was a fantastic um, uh, series on Disney. Mm-hmm. And, um, and on the Disney Plus. Yeah. Okay. And um, sh- it's a girl. She loves Captain Marvel. And she ends up getting superpowers, and she happens to be a Muslim girl. Okay, cool. And and it's it's a great representation of the culture and everything. And Mehdi Hassani goes, finally, my kids can see. Not just oh, okay. white kids, right. you know, right. not ju- you know, and yeah. it's like representation matters, which is what you were saying about the Dove commercial and other yeah. things and these other things. And people, I don't understand why people, like, okay, so getting back to Cracker Barrel. So apparently, it's a dangerous place. Cracker Barrel is now offering oh for their breakfasts impossible sausage. It's just added to the menu. What? People were what? mad. Like, I'm never going back to your restaurant. You're too woke. It's a menu item. It's a menu item. Don't order it. It's it's inviting. Are you trying to tell me that Cracker Barrel doesn't offer some kind of tofu, whatever? Probably not. I don't know. I've have you been Have you been to one? Mm. Oh my god! Just walking in, you're just. It's meats it, and butter. It's nothing but a caloric intake of at least twenty five hundred when you just walk in the door. Yeah. So they're offering people that don't eat meat. Yeah. A version of their sausage, using impossible meat. What is the other one? So there is the ultimate burger. No, is that beyond? Uh, beyond. Beyond. There's beyond, and then there's impossible. Impossible. Their impossible nuggets are really good. The chicken nuggets. I'm trying to figure out. Really now, being a full-blown carnivore. Mm-hmm. Impossible's d- better for me. I I'll uh, eat both, but I like impossible better. Which one do they serve that at? Uh, Whoppers are made from impossible. No. Um, what is? Uh, uh, what Counter what? serves them. No, the, wa- no, the, the Burger uh, King Whoppers. The fast food. The fast food. Pl- Burger uh, King. Is it Burger King? Yeah, Burger King offers an impossible, and Carl's Jr. offers a beyond. I McDonald's was going to offer a beyond. They were doing it in Canada, and uh, they have yet to introduce it down here. Anyway, I like them both. I, but, but there is one that I, that I do in- like a whole lot more I prefer than the, the Carl's Jr. one over the Whopper because I'm not a be- big fan of the Whopper. Carl's Jr., yeah, that's it. Those are good. It's the Western yeah, Beyond. Like it's good. Yeah, that's good. good. And then Del but Taco then offers an eight-layer Beyond burrito. But they need that's to bring good. down the damn price. Stupid. They're, it's expensive anyway to go anywhere. No, I can get four Western bacon cheeseburgers for the price of one. Uh, yeah, the line said they're like seven dollars or something ridiculous. It's like nine. It's not like it's stupid. It's absolutely ridiculous. I'm like like going like I get I, I get why, but at the same time I'm going like, yeah. But they're I do like them. They're, they're good. They're really and, and uh, I mean... Uh, so they're all bent out of shape because of this? Because People they're just offering it on the menu. Whatever. Tell them... It's like, like, seriously? Go someplace else. That would be my answer if I was the owner. Well, go. I mean, Cracker Barrel's like, whatever, dudes. Yeah, I, that's what I mean. I'm like, okay, we'll miss you. <laughs> you know, you've just mind. lost your base. Really? Really? Okay. Because we put something on the menu? Yeah. You do not have to order it. Nobody no. is forcing you to order it. Yeah. Imagine if they put the Wagyu. <laughs> the Wagyu. They're going like, what is this? It's what just, is this it's beef just that like you put before me? Seriously. Okay, let's move on to Alex Jones. He's awful. Speaking of cracker. Speaking of crackers. Um, so as we learned uh, in the last week or so, um, his text messages yeah. ended up in uh, one of the family's lawyer's hands. Okay, so how do you think – I'm I'm leaning in. I know, I like investigative thing. 
Um, Do you not put a spotlight on? <laughs> ding, ding. Um, I think that was done on purpose. I don't think that. Well, his the lawyer didn't defense, look upset about it. The defense is kind of like, oh, whoops, because I think that was done on. I I, I absolutely believe that it was done on purpose. N- Alex doesn't want it. Yeah, he, I know he doesn't want it. Um, but during the trial, as you were saying, again to interrupt you. Wow, I wonder where I get that from. <laughs> so um, <laughs> that. Uh, the, what is it going to say? Oh, so the it's it's a defamation case, correct? Yes, he lost it. Yeah, he lost that. And so, but during the trial, he also admitted that yes, he totally believes it. Only after talking to the parents. Yeah. But what's interesting is with the two years worth of texts that that family got included were quote intimate text messages between him and Roger Stone. We have since found out that Mr. Jones sent nude pictures of his now ex-wife to Roger Stone, which, if it were against her will, is against the law. Yeah. That's revenge porn. What the hell is up with that? So she's getting the texts. January 6th committee already has them, I think, and the DOJ wants them, too. Right. He's in trouble. Hey. His ex-wife alone has quite the lawsuit. I'm sure. Um, and he was awarded, he was, he's going, the jury awarded the family $4 million in compensatory damages and $45.2 million in punitive damages. But unfortunately in Texas, they cap punitive damages, which I think is bull. It should be how much money you are worth right. and make it hurt because it's, it's punitive. And there are three more lawsuits that he also has to face. So I think even the jury is like, eh, we'll get some other families to yeah. worry about. Let's not take off. Because he was making $800,000 a day at one point. Yeah. Um... I think that uh, who was it? The person that came up on the stand has claimed that he's all, he's he, everything runs through him. Yes, it's his. Co- everything, all those companies are his. All the, they're all his, and he is worth more than a hundred million. One hundred sixty-five. And yet he's only showing what eighty grand. Yeah, because you only pay yourself so much. Yeah. So, it's it's yeah. I don't understand the whole punitive capping of things. You shouldn't cap punitive. When because it's punishment. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, if the jury says you're going to get 40, but you're actually going to walk away with, you know, 150K. It's like well, I think I think Texas uh, caps it to twice what the compensatory damages are. Um, but they don't cap compensatory damage. I don't understand what the di- – because punitive is punishment. So, right. Um, I mean, and these people had death threats. Yeah, I don't get that doxed. either. I don't get that either. Like, why would you threaten somebody like that? I mean, why? Well, because if, according to his listeners, yeah. they were liars. They're liar, and liar, actors. Pants on okay, so, but I'm still not going to threaten somebody. Well, because you're insane. I don't, maybe. That's your I? problem. Am I? Yeah. Am I? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Right. We're both nuts. Um, and then, oh, so much more. Okay, you know what? What? We're getting to that. Oh, my gosh. At we that point, we're, we're going to the, the the paid people next. What? They, they give us money. Oh. And you have a okay, 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 okay. So yeah, I'm going to talk about... Um, the fact that you're not invited to anything? God. <laughs> I never, Why I not me? I never get to go. I went out the No, I want to talk about... You know what I'm going to talk about? What? There's a teaser. Uh-huh. I want to talk about people who post pictures on social media wearing a mask. And the reason why I say that is because I got... I was I got angry pointed at 
because I'm going like, well, don't you know so-and-so? I went, yeah, I do. And he goes, well, they're right there. And I went, where? Right there. I went, I didn't, you cannot work on our, I'm like, I'm being like mug. You can't, like someone, if just, if you, if you haven't, here, I don't know. This, this do you want like, a mask? Something, but <laughs> it's like, uh, okay, so we have a reunion coming, coming up. up. Mm-hmm. I want everybody to wear masks with their names on them. Well, see, that would make sense. That would be funny. But obviously people we haven't seen in double-digit years, if not longer. Um, thank you for the laughter. So, <laughs> um, so anyway, so, so for people we haven't seen in, like, seems like forever and a day, I'm not going to be able to really recognize them just by the sparkle of their eyes. I don't think there any of them are going to wear masks. I know, but it's kind of like, but when you see, but I was actually, like, pointed out in, like, ridiculed because well they're right there and i'm like where and everyone's wearing a mask so i'm going to talk about i was s- recognized weirdly stop wearing a mask for a picture just take off your mask well that's how you the recognize picture. them they just wear the mask you're not batman i'm batman you're not batman i'm bad girl you're not batman um no when i when i went to go see the paul anderson movie licorice yeah. pizza mm-hmm. we were walking to the theater i'm wearing a mask uh. and i hear jody from someone I haven't seen since she was a very little girl. I don't know. It's Paul's little sister. Oh, okay. I was like, Goo Goo. That's her nickname. Okay. Elizabeth. I'm think, wow. I barely recognized her because I had, and she wasn't wearing a mask. And I'm like, how did you recognize me? Oh, I just did. Okay. Okay. The red hair, maybe. Maybe. You've had it for a while. It was nighttime. Okay. Well, not since she was a kid. When she was a kid, I had my natural hair color. the remix. <laughs> Thank you for listening to From the Bunker. If you need help, get it. There is no shame in it. He's looking at me weird. Well, you say like a question. If you need help, get it. There is no shame in it. And right. we will talk at you. David, I think, will be here next David, week. hopefully. Because Sean was supposed to not I'm be here next, next week, week, but now he's not sure about that. So we, I, ne- we I don't, don't know, know anymore. I don't know where I'm going to be. We have no idea. I have no idea. All right. Talk at you next week. Bye.